Hey everyone, it's Nick. This week we are continuing watching the greatest adventure stories from the Bible, and we are talking Daniel and the Lion's Den. Uh, you can watch it in a bunch of different places, including YouTube, for free. Um, next week we will be at our normal format, so you don't have to worry about watching any of this garbage. the King James Virgin, where each and every week my friends Alan and Adam recount Bible stories from their childhoods to me. I've never heard them before. My name is Nick. I'm Alan. And I'm Adam. We're back. And all three of us are back together. Alan, welcome back. Thank you. It's still a bit of a lazy episode, though, because I have no free time. (laughs) But enough free time to just squeeze in a Bible cartoon. I watched it in about four parts. It took me it took me four tries (laughs) to watch a 22 minute episode saga. Um, And I was holding uh, different children during (laughs) several parts and trying to like cram toast in my mouth during another part. Great. But also taking meticulous notes. (laughs) Of course. That sounds like you. Um. Well, it's nice to have you back. Thank yeah. you. Um, I'm also happy to continue doing the cartoons. We're going to have to stop at some point because we've not covered all of the stories. Correct. We can't just blast through all of the cartoons. I'm, I'm going to say tentatively this is our last cartoon <laughs> okay. of this series, <laughs> but I want to come back with a heavy hitter next week. Oh, mm. all right. So I'm excited about that. Um, so there are some details that we need to clear up. We didn't get your input on some things. Right. I was, uh, uh, this is the first time I've listened to our podcast in a while and, uh, I definitely screamed at the phone, um, (laughs) at my phone several times as I was walking my dog. Great. Um, mostly us messing things up or just random. I got really mad that there was a couple, uh, story details that you guys didn't remember from like things that I told you. Oh, um, But then also just like, well, that's definitely, I will tell you that is definitely going to be a theme in today's episode. (laughs) I know. Um, so, uh, we've talked at length about a lot of things, but, um, Alan, what is your relationship to these cartoons? We know that Adam, it was like very formative. A lot of the stories that the way that he tells them mimic the cartoons in some way. So what's funny is Adam watched them at school, which means you didn't watch them that much. Correct. Whereas I had these on VHS nice, and watch them like every Saturday. Uh, so like in theory, I've seen these probably way more than Adam. Yeah, probably. But um, they just really visually stuck with him. And, and they did not have a big impression on you. Like watching this one, for instance, was it like, oh, yeah. I've, no, I've no. D- sure. uh, Daniel and Samson are like locked in my brain. Okay, the, the biggies. Spe- specifically those two. Um there's a few scenes in this. I mean, I, I probably could have like drawn things from this <laughs> yeah. from my memory. Um, so we watch them every Saturday. Well, okay. we, Adam's gone into this. We, the, the religion we were raised in has vaguely Jewish tradition as well in like a weird way, even though it's a Protestant religion, they, they still do the Sabbath. And right. so we couldn't like watch, you had to like separate things. So we had toys that we were only allowed to play with on Saturday. Right. And then like, I couldn't play with my Legos 
on Saturday, but you could play Adam with definitely only these went toys. into this. I think he, he went to a whole in, into a whole dichotomy. I think the episode is just not out yet. Yeah, I think it's, it's re- being released this week. Where like I I went way deep on the, like <laughs> I went into like wading versus swimming, yep, and you could swim. What type you of could, ball you can? You throw. could like use a frisbee, but not a uh, football. <laughs> and like so far, I'm 100 percent on board with that. <laughs> and, and I was trying to explain like I can't give you the rubric. I just know it. Like you say things. Like, Absolutely. Oh, you can, yeah, I could do that. No, I can't do that. Yeah. Uh, let's see, Adam. <laughs> Could you play tag? I'm trying to be gray. Ooh, I know. I don't know about tag. Okay. Oh, well, can I play? Maybe if you sweat. So as an outsider, it doesn't seem like tag is competitive, which seemed to be a thing. No, you didn't play it the way I played it. <laughs> well, I mean, it, it, it is, but there's yeah, yeah, no yeah. like clear winner or loser. You're just right, always you it or not. Yeah. And that, that's got the thing. Anyway, I don't really care. It might be too, Keep or, going, it might be too organized. Like there might be too many sets of rules. Casual tag. Fine. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I sort of agree. So uh, we, we also talked about this a little bit that um, seeing you as our uh, teacher and us watching cartoons while you were away. So were there things that uh, you would repeatedly watch in school? Like when a substitute was in charge. So I I was exactly, well, Nick and I are are six days apart. um, Coincidentally, Mm -hmm. but uh, are you, I was exactly I was exactly the age when uh, the first season of Magic School Bus came out. We were okay. we were in like what third grade or something. Yeah, and so we watched Magic School Bus at school and Wishbone, mm-hmm. um, and then October Sky a lot. Yeah, what the fuck? Yeah. That's weird, right? Yes, considering like like I I was in school when it came out. Maybe like, the production company just like got it into all the schools. Like a year after I like graduated. Nobody's or nobody's renting it at Blockbuster. <laughs> we're gonna get it out to all no, the no, schools. No, no, I definitely remember watching it. In, I owned it. Like, like I owned well, the movie. Like fourth grade. Did you buy it or did they send it to you? <laughs> You're right. Fourth grade ish, I think. Sure. Yeah. All right. So, but, been like but that's when grade. it. That's yeah. like no. when it started, and it didn't really stop for many. Like I remember watching it in high school, even. But that means like, oh, I, also like a horse one. What's the movie where the horse? Black Beauty. No, like. Secretary? Dives? Oh, wild, wild hearts can't be broken. Yeah, that one. <laughs> oh, wow. Pulled that one out of my butt. Yeah. Adam yeah. looked possessed when he came up with that <laughs> name. <laughs> like his eyes rolled into the back of his head. And I did not like that. It's like, no, it's, it's like scary in a weird way. Yeah, it's, it's, it's built on this premise that like when you think about it afterwards, like, hold on, they just had an event where someone would like let a horse run off a cliff and jump onto it the last minute. And then it would dive <laughs> off the cliff into water into a small pool. And everybody would be like, yeah, we're okay with this. I don't know this. <laughs> oh, I'm so happy that you never had to watch that. <laughs> I would rather watch like where the red fern grows. Oh yeah. It's where the red fern grows with horses and people being the cause of death. Okay. Yeah. Sounds <laughs> awful. Yeah. Doesn't the woman go blind? Yes. And, and she still keeps, competes and then keeps jumping like, off cliffs. The, with horses. the hero moment is that she's like, like doing that thing where like, like they're cocking their ear to try to hear as the horse runs by and like she's like looking away and then like grabs the horse and they launch off and it's like in slow motion and everyone's like oh it's beautiful and you're like no you just you just threw a blind woman and a horse off a cliff i hated that movie huh uh anyway so here we are we're talking daniel and the lion's den um, oh, also, I was not allowed to watch G.I. Joe's and Ninja Turtles because of violence. Same. Did same you? Uh, what about action figures? I had no action figures at all. Okay. I may have had like a Ken Barbie, but that was probably my sister's. Mm-hmm. I had Playmobil. Those aren't really action figures, yeah. but yeah. Like def- definitely was not allowed. Um, okay. G.I. Joe's or. Nin- I'm 90% sure that the one that I had, the Joe, 
I'm mm. pretty sure was given to me at a birthday party. Like mm. like some kid who Ooh, like the neighborhood your mom, kid. I bet your mom was pissed. Not happy. <laughs> and it was like I, I vaguely remember a convert like overhearing a conversation between my parents, like, do we take it away or, or do we just Whoa. let him, you know, and they just like they erred. <laughs> on yeah, the side yeah. of being kind to the you can kids. play with this toy under this sheet i guess what, what's funny is uh i was in the same thing where it was like very anti-violence household but now uh just the way that the church and religion has gone my parents are very like pro-gun now and, <laughs> oh that and, is weird and, yeah and watch a lot of like like tv is so violent now i mean which is weird for me to say <laughs> but like but they were watching like some of those cop procedurals. Yeah, the cop procedurals. Horrifying. All the, the all the NCIS <laughs> and uh, Law and Orders. All those those are just like straight up like murder porn. There yeah. was like a guy who was unconscious in a body bag, and they burned him alive, like a <laughs> gang or something. Anyway, but but now I'm like I'm gonna raise my kids where with the the European way, like Adam was saying. Sure, it's like, crazy. I don't care about sex and language, but. Just don't rip the off violence their heads. Is, the violence has really gotten out of hand. It's <laughs> true. Well, I mean, like, I think John Mulaney has a whole thing about how Ice Cube on like daytime TV says anal contusions, and he's like, "How you? Wh- how? How is that not horrible?" You know. Uh, well, fittingly, this episode <laughs> uh, full of anal contusions. <laughs> full of anal contusions. Uh, it's 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 got some violence. Yeah. Uh, it has some scandalous imagery. Oh yes. yeah, this one was up to. I, I am very happy that we've like it's the return of the party. Scene. Yes, so many belly dancers, <laughs> really good, and sloppy wine drinkers. Yes. Oh, they, wine boarding is back. Yes. No, well, no one poured wine down someone else's throat. Uh, they did. They did. They did. Oh, definitely did. All yeah. right. Uh, uh, now that's all I'm looking for. <laughs> in these things is like, are they going to waterboard somebody? Yes, they are. So, um, so we start with a beautiful animal panorama. <laughs> it's the weirdest fucking scene with. That launches into an animal battle. Correct. Um, pretty, pretty like so boring animal I, battle. Again, I, I haven't watched the last ones you've talked about, but like, does every episode start with a lion? Apparently, a lot of they. But this one actually has to, a lion. Yes, they tend to often cue big cat noise first thing after the credits. Right. Wow. Yeah. They, they had a cart though. Yeah, they, I know they did have a cart. We've not this seen the cart. This is new, and they also lost the cart. So Moki <laughs> is driving also this seems cart like a bad with idea. a donkey. Yes, and these two idiots are in the back, um, and they uh, stumble into this raging animal battle. Um, and Enoch, the Enchanter. Yep, I am so into Enoch. He's so cool. <laughs> he's got a cool vibe. I do like that they like they're reusing the name Enoch. Yeah, he's got that like cool chain and his mm-hmm. open shirt and his little short skirt. Yeah, it's good. He's uh, got a look. Yeah, and and he's an enchanter, so he's doing <laughs> magic tricks, and which again, he, and we'll probably get to it, but like he does real fucking magic. Yes, it's not like, like illusions, pur- purple smoke stuff. No, it just like it appears in his hand. Like he mm-hmm. doesn't palm it. It's and, just and he's got short sleeves, so you know he's good. Yeah. <laughs> Um, so Enoch and his homie, I don't know what his name is. Uh, uh Laffermick, like psychopath. Yeah. <laughs> uh, round up the animals. Um, oh, it's, uh, uh, Khalil, which yes. is, uh, voiced by Henry Corden, who is Fred Flintstone. <laughs> so they, they roped in that guy. Yeah. They just cross pool. Yeah. Uh, hey, just, hey, while you're here, uh, you, could you uh, just read? <laughs> yeah. And by the these? way, could you just laugh a lot at yeah. the most inappropriate times? Mm-hmm. And uh, the animal battle is resolved. The enchanter has basically a traveling group of performers and animals. Yeah, he's a stage magician who apparently also comes with a zoo. Yes. Um, and uh, 
has a whole lot of other performers who we don't actually really see. No. Um, but yet they're performing as they travel. Of course. I was like, got to keep your skills. Now sharp. Why is this guy juggling? Yeah. Well, moving. Yeah, I, so I I blinked at one point, and there was suddenly just a woman, a scantily clad woman. Yes, was did I miss the? No, so they, <laughs> so so if, it, very much in the um, meta narrative of yes. this series, uh, the kids stumble across this group of travelers who are going to Babylon. Yep, and. It's just immediately decided. It's not even asked. It's just like, oh, we're coming. We're now with you. Yeah, here right. we are. Well, and to, I mean, Enoch did the same thing. Like he's recommending them as like, these are my close friends. You should give them a right. and, like, you know, you though, just met them. But you know what? Enoch has a group of performers. Misfits. He, he must immediately see, be like, oh, these guys have like an interesting oh, okay. vibe. They're like, yeah, I get it. Yeah, yeah. And uh, actually, that actually, of all the times that this has happened to them, this one is the least weird to me. I guess. Yeah, yeah. It's not just like they randomly knock on somebody's door and it's right. like, I'm, oh, I'm hello, Esther. Right. It's like, I'm, be like, I'm Jonah. Stay with me. Yeah. yeah. And also not a main character. Like this is kind of one of the first times I think where it's just like they're taken under the wing of you know, somebody. Yeah. I also really appreciated that they didn't influence the events of this story at all. Right. So we, yeah, we pan across the various performers. There is a long glimpse at this lady. Like you could have yeah. blinked several times and it still would have been well, showing the, the lady. The weird thing is like, I didn't know where she came from. She was just suddenly there. There, like uh, laying astride an elephant and just like tossing her hair. Yeah. For a while. Yeah. Um, scantily clad. Because that's how they do it yeah. in Babylon. So many thongs. Oh, I had a quick question <laughs> yes. for you guys. Did you feel like in this epi episode that they rotated the personalities of the people? That like Moki was basically Derek. Derek was Margo and Margo was Moki. <laughs> sure. I was going to mention that later because like they had Margo sprain her ankle. Right. And she was like, anyway, yeah. But yeah. she like goes like just, yeah. It's like they have those, uh, you know, those um, dice that have different things on. <laughs> yes. You can like roll. Uh, to create their stories. It's <laughs> yes. like Margo, broken ankle, uh -huh. chaos, hang glider. <laughs> yeah. Wow. We already did that one. <laughs> I can't do hang glider. <laughs> um, so they, they go along to Babylon because of reasons, I guess. Um, Cause, and because Margo's way into Babylon. Margo's way into Babylon. Yeah. And uh, also Enoch is really excited because he says you can be hired as servants. Right. And, and, and they're all like, great. Yeah. You don't yes. get paid much, but you get to eat a lot. Yes. And you're going to get paid in food. And of course the Moki trope yeah. of, Oh, that's my kind of job. But um, also they are always hungry. So this works. They are always hungry because they have no money. I assume uh, we assume, um, we'll get to that later. <laughs> um, and this is when we start getting, uh, Khalil cackling furiously about how they have a lion pit in Babylon and you got to see this lion pit and they tear the shit out of their criminals and <laughs> and what happens then? Well, they're not hungry anymore. Uh, this is accurate. That's not, that's, that's not much of an exaggeration. It's just, it's just a lot. I did uh, enjoy, um, Terribulus, the lion. Yes. Oh, is that the name? I yeah. couldn't, I didn't, I, I couldn't get it down. Fast oh my enough. God. Terribulus. Yeah. Terribulus is good. Cause he's so terrible. Right. Oh, I didn't even, um, yep. <laughs> <laughs> they uh, they make their way to Babylon, which is rad as shit. It's yeah. rad as shit, and the first thing that they see are oh, the hanging, hanging gardens. gardens of Babylon, seventh one of the world. Yep. And what's the second thing they see? The the Tower of ba Babel, right. ba of ba the Babylon, which might be there's seven, yeah, the seven, like, which yep. is rumored to be the Tower of Babel. Love and, uh, that. I just in the, in the background, I'm just like bullshit. <laughs> 
Which is probably not. Not well, really bullshit, actually. No, so be. so the Hanging Gardens are one of the seven ancient wonders of the world. Correct. And what I think is fun about this is that the Hanging Gardens are also the wonder th- whose existence is unresolved. Right. Um fitting in uh, this story um do you guys know what the other six ancient wonders are okay i i did it one time there is it's a the the twin statues so the, big, the big statues uh, over the entrance of athens or corinth shit it's the two statues the parthenon is in there is the coliseum maybe it's called no not the coliseum uh, anything anything like Luxor, uh, like the, the, the yeah, Sphinx the, the, or the Great Pyramid? The pyramid Bang, there you go. Great Pyramid. Great Pyramid. No, so we didn't... What about the... the so there's the Temple of Artemis. Um, there's the Statue of Zeus at Olympia. Okay. Uh, the Mausoleum at Halicarnassus. The Colossus one. of Rhodes. That's, that's it. That's the Colossus. And the Lighthouse of Alexandria. Oh. Uh, should remember that one. Yeah. Um, and... Uh, they use a storytelling trope, um, which I don't think that we've seen uh, in a way to transition between scenes where they cut in between somebody's sentence here and they they have the line life in Babylon seems to be. And then it cuts to the the temple or whatever. And it says right. one big party after another. I tell you. Right. Really liked it. I did, too. Really liked it. Really like that guy, too. Party planner. Yes. This great, great character. I, I, like we, we were complaining on the last episode how bad the how bad the miracles of Jesus like storytelling was like yeah. the meta was terrible. Yeah. This meta just like kicked off and like went to 11 and like pushed through until this the very meta end. Also. So when we did this story, it was two episodes. We broke it into two. Didn't Correct. think it could all fit into one. This one, the meta takes up half of the episode. Right. And then you get the story and so much shit happens in the so quickly. Right. Um, it's very difficult. Like as a kid, it, it seems impossible to me to keep track of what the fuck is happening. You yeah. know, you know, what's interesting, though, is this story was fr- from when they actually get into Bab- Babylon. Yeah. It's actually paced very similarly to the Bible. Hmm. and is pretty accurate. Yeah. Like they didn't really mess anything up too badly. <laughs> no. Although this is kind of interesting. Uh, it's in the right order. They, I mean, they have characters that don't exist, you right. know, like the the two advisors. Uh, I don't think are named in the Bible, but well, like and the guy who like the who's organizing the party. Well, of course. Yeah. yeah, but like it's it's paced like the Bible because mm-hmm. the Bible has all this long stuff at the beginning and then like Oh yeah. It's like super fast. Lion's den. Uh-huh. <laughs> um, so uh, we are in the court of King Belshazzar. Like you do. Um, and uh, yeah, this is when I started to be my, mem- I'm starting to be like, where did we, have we started the story yet? <laughs> um, because I'm familiar with the lions. Right. I'm kind of hazy on the rest. Do you not remember the, the writing on the I, wall? I did remember the okay. writing on the wall. Um uh, but uh, Margot gets really excited about the idea of meeting the king, which is interesting because no, she gets like, uh, yeah, she like says, loses her I've shit. got to meet the king and then like bum rushes him. Correct. Takes out the party planner like uh, in a like torpedoes herself through him. <laughs> yeah, yeah, she's got a little like Mark David Chapman vibe. <laughs> Um, yes, though. I don't know if you remember from the, the Daniel episode, this was the one King who they actually think was like a son of a high priest or something like, oh, not actually not the King. The king. I, I do remember that. Yeah. 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 You were like, which is why they fell so easily. Um, and so we get thrown right into the debauchery scene and it, it's a doozy. Uh, lots of scantily clad women. Fun, so fun, many. It's a fun party. Fun party. The wine is really 
Pepto-Bismoly though. Lots of, yeah. lots of very, very pink booze. Yep. Um, and we do get the re, I think that they reuse the footage momentarily. I don't know. Again, I don't know which episode comes first or yeah. not, but I think this might be prior to what we've seen. in okay. I think the Samson, um, the other maybe one, Samson where, yeah, you get the, um, booze body luge. Yeah. Booze body luge. <laughs> Uh, there's also, uh, there was several sexual assaults that on, on screen of like men just straight up grabbing women and being like smacked away and going, ah, she, she, I'll get her later. Yeah. Just, and the men are so clothed, like they have hats and robes yes. oh, yeah. and neckties. And I mean, they're <laughs> absolutely. N- none of them ha- are hitting like, you know, Heyman's doe hat mm-hmm. or uh priest in Samson's mm-hmm. hat, but like, yes. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and of course, by this point, they've, um, unlocked the, the case of, of golden cups. Correct. To use. Which actually, Alan, I wanted to, cause you had said like this, so is what this episode's right after Samson and Delilah. Okay. Oh, interesting. Okay. Um, so like Alan had mentioned how like Mar- Margot, Derek and Moki don't enter, like don't affect the story as much in this one. Right. To the point where they basically help the Babylonians commit the atrocity against the, the Jewish God. <laughs> they're just, like, like they're there. They get to, the cups. They get yes, the cups. They do from, um, from the coolest storeroom. Yes. For right? sure. Pretty good story. It's even locker. got like sexy music. Yeah. It yeah, has yeah. like its own sexy theme. Oh, music on this. I don't know if you guys noticed. Music is is was awesome. Up. The chasing music later on. So good. There was, there was the a sexy music in the, in the storage locker. I was so like, good. Oh, mm-hmm. when I think it's when they're first arriving in Babylon, they have this like synth drum underneath the orchestra. And I was yes. like, Oh fuck. This is, I think we get some theremin at one point. We yes. definitely do. Yeah. <laughs> and there's a, there's a great, like kind of porny guitar in the background on a couple of scenes too. Yep. It's like, Oh, all right. Mm-hmm. Things are getting weird in Babylon. <laughs> yes. Um, so uh, there's also so we've got our uh, our friend Enoch, uh, the enchanter, doing magic tricks for everybody, and mostly just flower gags. Mostly flowers. He's <laughs> oh, he's good at conjuring flowers. Hold on, before we get there, I, I wanted to bring up that the reason they go into the storage locker is because the king thinks that his cups are shit. Yes, and they want like a fancier cup, gold he, or silver. But then he's definitely holding a metal cup in his hand. Yep. And he throws it against the wall and it explodes with a glass sound effect. I assume yeah. it's pottery that is supposed to insinuate it's pottery. Okay. Oh, like uh, a clay. Yeah. That's what I assume. That makes more sense. It's definitely a glass like a, sound effect. Yes. And it was definitely a metallic uh, looking cup. And then also the, uh, the star of David was on the yeah. cups they used. Yeah. Which wasn't used until like the 11th century <laughs> AD. Yeah. This anyway, is, this is like the menorah in uh, earliest in yeah. at the earliest in like 300. <laughs> Uh, AD. <laughs> well, I mean, Daniel is, was written. Daniel was well, written in like that. 1600 BC. Right. But the character of Daniel was like 3000. Actually, the character of Daniel may have been more around the time of actual Enoch. That far back. Oh, wait. Well, like contemporary of Job, I think. Like Job and Noah, like all those early, early, early characters. Oh, wow. Okay. Yeah. Anyway. So fake Enoch is conjuring flowers. And uh, for his like last trick, he says, now I shall make the honey cake disappear. Um, at which point, like, when did you know that Moki would be involved in, uh, in the disappearing well, I, of the I've cake? seen it. I, I, I was gonna say, I, I probably have seen it, but I was like, as soon as he said honey cake, I was like, yeah, yeah. oh, it's food. Right. Moki. I don't like how Moki kept coming out from behind Enoch. Every time they cut to Enoch, like Moki would just like, 
from <laughs> below or behind. You have to remember, <laughs> it is in Moki's character that he's very into enchanters, Yo, illusionists, magicians. For it's sure. His jam. But they're insinuating something else. There's a relationship there that I'm not comfortable with. <laughs> well, I'm not comfortable with any of the relationships <laughs> in any of these. Also, finding out from listening to your, uh, I think, Esther, that apparently Derek and Margot are children as well. Right. I don't like it. No. Yeah. It makes it way worse. It Correct. It so Moki's what? Nine? <laughs> right. Maybe. Yeah, we 12 don't tops. Um, there is a weird scene of a guy eating a entire chicken leg in one bite. No, no, no. It's a callback. It's a turkey leg. It's a callback yeah. to Esther. Yeah. Oh, is it? It's because Moki is, the, it's Moki with the cat. The, or the, the house, the house Panther. Uh-huh. And he does exactly the same oh, thing. Except right. Moki is the cat in this one. I was going to say like, it's Whoa. the same thing. Also, are there turkeys over there? Oh no, we've already established that it's just medieval times food. Like okay. one of the animators went to medieval times. One thing that made back. me, one thing that <laughs> as I was watching this, this is Canon. There yeah. was something that like, I remember it made me upset as I watched it this time, but I remember it because it made me upset as a child. Do you know when they have those two cakes that are meant to go to the king? Yes. Yes. And they're like these really ornate. It's like a, it's part of the background. Yeah. The the mat. Yeah. And then as soon as Margot goes to pick it up, it up, it's just like a pile pink, of pink, pink goo. It looks yes. like a plate of pink jello or something yeah. like in a mold. Like a jello salad Does not or look something. Like cake. Yeah. But but right before she picks it up, it's beautiful. 100% different. Yeah. 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 And as a child, I remember that making me upset. Right. Like continuity. Yeah. <laughs> just like, um, come on. And so, so just before they grab everything, the, uh, the guy that's kind of running the show, the caterer is like yelling at people to take stuff and he's like doing table. Eight, yeah. Uh, I know. Table nine. <laughs> like it's fucking TGI Fridays or something. Uh, <laughs> I'm so happy that you, like it clicked with you too. It's like, this is like a modern <laughs> kitchen. Like, um, he's just, and he's just expediting. Oh yeah. And doing a great job of it. Yeah. I, he's Although, a good party plan. He's a good party planner. It's a fun party. He did it, but like nobody was ever acting like, like table five, table seven. And like, everybody's just standing there like, well, cause you need to say and go. Right. Oh, I see. Yeah. Uh, one of my favorite lines of the entire episode, uh, happens shortly thereafter, which is Babylon could be taken by an army of jackasses. <laughs> Surprising. <laughs> I was not ready for that. Agreed. It's, it's great. It, it was like the first time, uh, uh, do you guys remember when they re-released Pinocchio in theaters in the night? Must have been ni- early nineties. Are we talking the Jonathan Taylor Thomas like live action real boy? No, joint? I mean they Disney re-released okay. the animated. There was a Jonathan Taylor Thomas. Yeah, I'm, I'm hold on. so blunt. What? I'm pretty sure that it's Jonathan Taylor Thomas. No, because, I believe you. Because but if JTT was in it in the nineties, I watched it. Are you, are you like a, a stand for, for JTT? Well, we we watched a lot of Home Improvement. Yep. Oh, that's fair. And so then like Wild America. Uh, Martin Landau and JTT. Oh. What? <laughs> oh, I, you know what? That actually, that, it looks that shot of him looks familiar. Yeah. <laughs> it, it also looks kind of like a Bible movie. It does. But no, they re-released it in the 1990s. Okay. Um, With it, better special effects? No, no. Completely just Great. like, here it is. Mm-hmm. And uh, we went and saw it in town. And I, they like, uh, when he turns into a donkey, he says like, what do I look like? A jackass? Mm-hmm. And like, and Pinocchio's laughing. And like, I remember as a kid going like, can, are we okay watching this? They said jackass. Do I have to leave right now? Right. Anyway. It, is, it is surprising that it's in this Bible cartoon. Yeah. Yes. Threw me off. Um, but uh, I feel like I would have remembered that. 
but it it kind of you know you got cursing you got booze you get, it's really just hammering in like man these people have it coming yeah um, no gambling though no no gambling um and no no cockfighting we had cockfighting in one <laughs> of those true <laughs> uh and then we get the praising uh of the god of gold and silver and brass and, and iron and wood and stone and gold <laughs> gold <laughs> Yeah. Just, as soon as he said and wood, it's like, oh fuck off. <laughs> like, what are you what are you doing? And, and he's like then immediately cut off with you get the the scream off yeah. camera of ah! And how cool is that writing on the wall? It's very good. And like like fake like Arabic, yeah. but English. Really good. It's a return of the and then uh, it's takeout. On, then it's on fire. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It was referring to the uh, return of the takeout uh language from uh Esther. Yes. Like uh, yep. Did you notice? I didn't watch it. Oh, you you didn't miss much. There's a uh, in the decree, like it looks from a distance, like it's going to be some sort of like gibberish, you know, fake uh, hieroglyphic-y stuff. And you get in, it's like, oh no, it's just a takeout font, like the, on the takeout boxes. Yep. Um, and in English. <laughs> but then that ghost arm. Yeah. The, yeah. Uh, Adam Smith's invisible hand just starts scrawling <laughs> on the wall. Yes. Um, and now when we get the spooky theremin music, which is oh, great. And that's oh, what it was. Whoa. Which is a good use of theremin. Uh huh. But then they do the the correct thing where it's his mom who says to call Daniel. I do. Yes. After was that in the Bible? Yeah. Because that's like it, it it's because like, she's old. Right. 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 No. It's just the, if it wasn't, it would have been the weirdest. Like mom. Yeah. Because Daniel's no spring chicken. <laughs> exactly. Um. And so he's called in after the astrologers and magicians are like, oh, what the fuck's happening? Which again? Yep. Canon. Accurate. Um. And so finally, at the twelve minute mark of this episode. We are introduced to Daniel. Right. Uh, they they briefly like breeze as they're on the entrance. They were like, and there's Daniel. He's, oh, really? He's, well, and because he, he's, e- he's Enoch a Jew, knows, and that was it. Okay. Enoch, Enoch has like a respect for Daniel. Okay. Like you can tell. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. He, he mentions him. Well, like, he, oh, he's mentioned about five hundred times before this point, but like he doesn't get to speak until. Oh, correct. correct. Oh, absolutely. Um, and uh, he's, he's got a real good like silver fox look going. Yeah, yeah. yeah. No, they did that. They did the thing at like, um, and then like clueless when they're introducing the different groups of the high school and like, cause Enoch, or, uh, Daniel is like in a group of people just talking and they're like, and that's the, those are the cool kids over there. And, and like Daniel's like, <laughs> You know what I'm talking about? Does he about? like turn and wave? He, I, I want to <laughs> say he, like he might have looked, but I don't think so. I think he might have just like stayed. But it felt very much like that '90s uh, high school comedy. Yes. Um, Daniel, voiced by Gavin McLeod, who is Murray on the Mary Tyler Moore Show. Yeah, that's his big claim to fame. Uh, also, then his his credits really trail off. Uh, <laughs> Kelly's Heroes, The Party, and The Love Boat. Oh, um, and uh, good, good voice acting. Yeah. Yeah. He uh, he tells them what it means. And we get this like zoom in on his eye. And yeah. Yeah. What was that? Pretty cool. With the fade? Yeah. I liked that. And the eye stays there for a while as he's recounting, like telling them this uh, prophecy. It's really good. I like it. It's better than like, uh, you know, the cut to the Saved by the Bell where it's like pink cloud. Right. Whatever. <laughs> right, like right, a, right, right, right. Dream sequence. Right. Yeah. Um, I forgot about that. You like nailed that. Well, that's what it did. On I know. I just Bell. forgot. A, it just, it's just I a piece also, of the I also watched a lot of Saved by the Bell. Sure. Who didn't? Um, and so now is when we start getting the cavalcade of like, okay, we have 12 minutes to tell the rest of this story. <laughs> yes. Um, bang, bang, bang. And so my notes get kind of jumbled here. Well, cause like King goes, well, I don't believe it, but give him the coat and the, oh, make him the third, like most powerful person in the country as well. Yep. Yep. But, but that is when the, when 
the Medes attack. Like, yeah, that is true. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. And so then the messenger is <laughs> uh, breathlessly comes the, in the messenger and like very medieval looking. <laughs> yeah. 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 Like right. Robin hood sleeves. You know? Yes. <laughs> he came from the other like the other world in Westworld. Like he just like stumbled across. <laughs> the maids are here, or it just legitimately is a medieval times. Sure. Oh, right, oh, yeah. it's the other side of the wall. It's like yeah. the blue knight is winning, uh, and uh, he announces that uh, Darius's army is on its way. They're like here, and the return of Darius Rucker. Darius is back. Um, and so things happen very quickly. The king is slain. By which his happens, own people, which is very confusing and very fast because camera. there's like a shadowy moment ah! and then it's just like done. Yeah. Shadowy with like a little curved knife. Uh huh. I, I thought it was pretty great actually. That's a. I feel like that's in almost all of these episodes. Like they, whenever something nefarious is happening, it's shown behind a scrim. Oh, it's cr- <laughs> yeah. Fair. Um, and because there's so much happening, we have the introduction of a narrator suddenly like that correct. surprised me. It's like, Hmm, how are we going to just animate and storytell? Yeah. Fuck it. Let's yep. just, is it the them. same voice as the intro voice? It seems similar. It seems similar. Am I the only one who thought that the intro voice seemed off in this one? Like it, it might've just been the recording. Like hmm. the recording was sped up for something. Like it seemed different than the other ones. No, I don't think so. Okay. Um, so yeah, it's, uh, I just presume that they they incorporated this because it's it would it would have been too difficult without a, a narrator and yeah. because the meta isn't involved in the storytelling right like at this point the Derek, meta is just yeah. like separate. Derek and Margot and Moki don't matter at this point right except the uh, the just previous scene when she takes the cakes and spills them and she's like hi king right yeah, yeah right that's that's what you went for <laughs> hi king hi king. <laughs> I think it was purely for that like weird shot of the like when they dumped the guy on the mm-hmm. guy's head and he's just like Meh. he doesn't get angry he just gets like yeah like he melts yeah and then everybody starts laughing and the king's like now that's the kind of entertainment we could like I want here I, I kind of liked the king he seems like a good time guy <laughs> sure um the next interesting point of the meta is the chase oh the and is a it's a doozy uh we get the excellent music <laughs> we um, also get the, the the guards going one way slight beat them yep. going the other way yeah it, it needs to be the scooby-doo hallway yes, there's a lot of scooby-doo um and swinging on the rope yes yeah. and and then so moki starts playing a platform game um, uh, but says like i saw this in a, in a movie, movie once. right which is appropriate yes i think sure but also like <laughs> and none of the characters around him go movie. I know. <laughs> well, it's just three of them on yeah, a rooftop. Yeah. Um, I would have, I would have liked if like one of the windows opened, like a guy says like movie. <laughs> um, and Margot twists her ankle. Classic. Uh, so many twisted ankles in this series. <laughs> that's just like the thing to go to. It's also again, back to back episodes. Uh, right. <gasps> yeah. Oh, weird. Weird. <laughs> like, well, this gave us a lot of mileage last episode. Yeah. Um, Maybe it was a thing in like Hanna-Barbera cartoons. Like all of them just have like, like it, that was a crutch. It's like when we don't know what to do, we can stumble them. This was system. a time where people had weaker ankles. Uh, Daniel is uh, defiant in uh, following the, in, in, in breaking the rules. Yo, why that does the he town help sets out. It's weird that he helps them. Um, like he just opens the door. He, okay. yeah, he bails them out. Um, Has he met them? He saw him at the party. He I, saw I guess. him. Yeah. Does he know that here the reason that the, the cups were used? No, I don't think so. I mean, these are like. I know. I, I'm. I'm also sad that we we lose Enoch uh, Im- immediately. Oh yeah. 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 Well, presumably he just like made himself invisible. Yep. Well, um, dude. Yeah. Uh, there's a invading, the party and- <laughs> invading army. Yeah. No. Out of here. <laughs> he Taking my elephants and going. Yeah. Yep. 
Except one thing that happens in just a second. Oh yeah, um, they haven't sold the. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, and uh, so we get the list of rules. Uh, you're not allowed to pray anymore. But yeah. Um, and uh, Daniel is defiant in that he's going to pray and he's going to pray by the goddamn window. Yep. And they're like, don't don't pray by the window, he's gonna Daniel. Ta- come on. He's going to take his gun. He's going to go to the courthouse. He's going to stand in front. <laughs> Come on, give me five minutes of escape. <laughs> oh, I was like, I thought you were referencing a movie because it's you. Yeah. I assumed it was a movie, not the weird situation That's we are happening. In. Yeah. yeah, got it. Sorry. Uh, so tell me what about what uh, what you you think I'm going to uh, bring up next? You but, said except for well, so obviously they're still in town because you got to sell that lion. Got to sell that gotta lion. Sell the lion. And so terribulous. <laughs> yes, exactly. <laughs> Which, hold on. I'm so angry now. <laughs> May I also pause and say that all the lions have green eyes for some reason? This like, is a thing. What the fuck? Okay, did you notice this? No. Wow, I'm they surprised. all have bright green eyes. I also didn't notice the eyebrows this time, so I'm- Eyebrows were fine. I was okay. checking. <laughs> the only one that was different is Daniel has white hair and, yeah, but that's and black eyebrows, but that's yeah. totally fine. I've seen that on a human. <laughs> yes. Um, so they- <laughs> Uh, they load up the lion pit. They got to get that one extra lion in there. Um, <laughs> That's terribulous. It's and, terribulous. And yeah. Alan, you're right. Like the personality they gave terribulous is rar, <laughs> rar. In the in the earlier when they're He's like fierce. with him and I'm sorry, uh, is terribulous in the room? Yeah. <laughs> Could we bring terribulous back out here for a minute? Alan? Uh, no, uh, no, thank you, Mr. Lipton. <laughs> I just in the earlier when he's like when he and Fred Flintstone are like facing off that like where they that end zoom when it's like Tribulus's face is like filling the whole thing yeah and it's like it's just like torquing and mm-hmm. so good um I think it's interesting that they take the time to cover the lion pit yeah it I, seems unnecessary I think that is that part of the story I think that's in the Bible I I did not reread the Bible for this yeah well so they cover the pit it was just sure they cover it it was just surprising to me because takes a lot of extra effort Mm -hmm. and I feel like this is the time where like public spectacle of like the wrongdoer like let's that's some cheap entertainment what's the well the guy into the pit let's see it I will say in this episode almost all the action happens off screen so in the the cart accident (laughs) when they dump the cart at the beginning that happens off screen murder the king off screen Margot to her ankle off screen yep they're just going, well, we can't Cover see. Cover up the pit. Can't, can't. <laughs> killing, the, killing the king. Killing the king. Yeah. Um, and this is when, uh, so yeah, the line thing happens. It's great. <laughs> yep. Um, I, I was really hoping for some cool dark animation on this one again. And then the, the light came. I was like, fuck you. Totally. I like the, uh, the blue light in the pit though. That was rad. Yeah. Yeah. It was until the, until the angel showed up or yeah, God's it, voice or whatever. I, I agree. It was a lost opportunity. I thought this was going to be our moment for the like wasn't there dark an angel on dark. With the, yep. Wasn't there like an angel with a sword or something? In the, no, the but in in the Bible, yes, yeah, and we just got a bright light, got See, like a, got like a light and bulb, and I think <laughs> that there's also a Renaissance piece of art that we that I've yep. seen multiple times that has the angel like on a rock standing above Daniel. There's that. There's also a, another Renaissance painting where the lion pit is like not a pit in the ground. It's more like a cell. Like he's looking out yeah, a window, yeah, yeah. and there's lions surrounding him. Huh. You know, interpretations. Yeah. Um. I think Darius has a thing for Daniel. There's like a weird. No, that's that's wh- that's accurate. He, okay. really, he really likes him. And so he's really pissed when he realizes yeah. that, that this law that he signed was made to entrap Daniel. OK. And which is why as soon as Daniel, he, he runs out first thing in the morning yeah. right, in the Bible, yeah. which he does in the movies or the movie. Whatever this is. Movie seems strong. <laughs> movie does seem strong. Uh, Film. Episode. Please. Yeah. Episode. Sure. Uh, and then immediately throws the other two in the pit. 
Yes. Which is great. Which also, it's, it's funny because like he's a real stickler. The reason that he's doing this is he's a real stickler for the law with Daniel and then just straight up murders two people. It's like, it feels like if you can just arbitrarily throw the two people who tricked you into the pit, you could just say like, hey, they t- they tricked me. I'm not going to throw Daniel in initially. Yeah, it's uh, it's the uh, Esther degree, decree all over again. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's yeah. Like, just, just stop the decree. Right. Can you not, do you not have an undo? Yeah. Yeah. I, I feel like it was a really missed opportunity for that, like famous scream though, when they oh, the, the, the Willem? Yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. So this one does actually have an ending. Uh, I mean, in addition, there's a narrator coda, yeah. uh, and there's the, but the, the, the traveling gang of idiots does the, well, uh, we got to go too. Yep. Um, and Moki almost eats shit into the lion pit, which Everybody finds hilarious. Right. Oh, that murder. Cool. Yeah, yeah. Everybody's like into it. But he kicked one of their rolly sticks into the pit. I mean, some, yeah. someone's pissed because someone's got to go get that stick. Really Absolutely. Yeah. Um, this episode has the lowest IMDb rating of any of the episodes in the entire series. Bullshit. Wow. I think it's one of the strongest. It's one of my favorites. Episodes. One of my favorites for sure. How? how- <laughs> has the... Has, because it's actually just the Bible story. Like the fact that the characters are there is almost incidental. Well, but, but, but it's also, it's it got has good a story. Yes. It has a strong meta and it seems like the one where it's kind of the most true to the story. And so the low rating actually baffles me because I thought seeing it having a low rating, I was like, Oh shit. Right. I bet that like the Bible story is just kind of there. There may be introduced to it, but I really felt like the whole thing was just like, it's really good. Yeah. Apparently everybody's just there for Moki's antics. That's which this was very low yeah, on was, Moki Antics. It's definitely the most chaotic episode um, guess, that we've watched. I, I mean, there was enough going on that it kept my attention, which I can't say for some of the other episodes. Well, and, and, and it has some of the best animation, I think, yeah. um, you know, because of the, great the hand, music. great music, lions. Yeah. Yeah. That's baffling to me. Um, oh, do you have some reviews? I have a review. I'm, I'm very excited. This was an enjoyable part from the previous episodes. <laughs> and and this is going to this is going to contribute to the low rating, I think. Were the thongs on the belly dancers necessary? <laughs> also, the use of the word jackass is not in this portion of the Bible. <laughs> See, it's those two things that made it, made it better for me. Oh my God, also, so jackass good. or ass is in the Bible. All over plenty. the place. Well, not this not portion. This portion. Yeah. They, they did, they did Being clear. a stickler. Yeah. It was, I, I, I will say, I was surprised by the... By Neither the, was Moki. <laughs> Right, right. Derek well, we've heard that yeah. complaint already. Yeah. Oh my God. Was that in the it was turn- Esther? Yeah. Yeah. The the time traveling. <laughs> Just like, I'm not in for time travel. And so that's the the last thing I want to talk about here is: Do you have any theories as to the okay. time travelingness? So at the end of the Esther episode, Nick uh, sent out a request for me to make uh, an infographic based on their exploits. Uh, so like distance between points. But I have I have thoughts. I have questions. Um, Don't we all? So, first of all, do you think that the order of the series is the order of where they went? I presume so. We have, right? right? There's got to be. We have no information that would tell us otherwise. It's no. not. It's not Westworld. It's serial. Things are happening in order. Yeah. Okay. That means we have some huge time travel between places. Correct. Because it's not in order. Right. This is, and this goes back to like whether because like Nick and I, I think it was episode one. Or, it was early that we like realized that we had different conceptions. I was with Adam where. 
every episode they stumble they through the back. same damn pit and go through <laughs> the same door. And I, I agree. This is confounding to me. I, I'm into the idea, but <laughs> it makes me hate the characters so much more because I'm just like, stop going into the pit. <laughs> See, but, fool me once, shame on me. But fool I, me 12 times. I think that it has to be more of like a, like a, it's more of a curse. Like they, uh, oh, like Groundhog Day. It says all who enter pass through time forever. Like, do they keep going? Like, oh shit. Uh-huh. Visiting events. Um, like are, are they like watchers where like, this is an important event. So they keep popping up. Will they be at like, will they see Hitler in his bunker at some point? Right, like, right, you know, right, are right. they going through history? Maybe this is what this is. We're only seeing the Bible portions of their journeys. I love the idea of like, Moki like stumbling over Hitler's <laughs> desk in his bunker. <laughs> He's eating Hitler's uh, vegetarian sandwich. I mean, you know that they're going to have him like tripping and like turning on the gas. Yeah, yeah. It's like, Aww. oh God, Moki. Moki. <laughs> right? Moki's the reason the Hindenburg went down. <laughs> Uh, so I think it has to be some sort of time travel curse. Okay. But as a child, I was definitely of the, they keep going through the door again and again and again because they show it every episode, but that just doesn't, I mean, time travel curse makes way to, more sense. But also to, from, to like, from a kid's perspective, I would go back through the door as a kid, like, I, like imagining like, oh, I found the storm fucking going through this all the time. But, but the, as an adult, I'm like the wrinkle here though is in the Jesus episode, they yeah. talk about how they've been walking for a long right. time and like two weeks ago we met this guy. I, that's true. Making oh, it seem like they've been yeah. in this place you haven't for heard this a episode long yet. time. Alan wait, hasn't heard this episode. Two weeks ago they met whom? Uh, they they basically make reference to the fact that two weeks ago they were talking to somebody Would from 2000 years ago. They go through the flashbacks ago. of like other miracles in the Bible that weren't Jesus related specifically and they're talking about all of the characters that it's almost like a clip show. They talk about all the characters so they're like the flood and whatever and they're like oh I just remember meeting those guys a couple of weeks ago. So interesting. So I do feel like this is is a like a uh, like an important moment through history time travel thing that's right. not necessarily in order and the walking feels like maybe they're trying to find a way back. Right. It does seem like they're trying to find a way back. The hunger thing I think it's just cuz they don't have money. Although they're like, they're always they're hungry. Into the idea yeah. of getting jobs, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, I, I No, it, the that I forgot the miracle of Jesus like basically confirmed Nick's interpretations. They are but th- then we need to address because they're not aging. But they're wormholing. I don't yeah, think they have I, to be wormholing. I think between events, it's just like in the desert, they get sucked through. They're like, oh, again. And it just like keeps <laughs> and it's like spits them out. And they're like, OK, what where are we? what when important are we? is happening right, right now? Sure. Being, okay. Being a real Jonah. I can accept that. <laughs> yeah, I can accept that. Uh, well, that that means then that they're not walking all of this distance because it would be an extraordinary distance. Correct. Yes. Oh. Though I would also say two weeks between you know, big, big things. Maybe they are walking a little bit. Uh So that's the question. I'm, so I'm going to make an infographic that has them going in order, walking from point to point, correct? but also uh, a forward and backward in time. Yes. Okay. I think that's That's what we want. I mean, that's what I want. I, I, that seems like a lot of work, but I think what maybe was, have you guys seen the 13th floor, the sci-fi movie from the late nineties? Absolutely not. Okay, the whole point of it is it's basically we, we create a simulation that the people in the simulation don't realize that they're a simulation. Okay. And uh, in the way that they discover, or like or the way that one of the characters discovers that he's in a simulation is he basically, drive, you're supposed to drive as far as you, like drive in a direction you've never driven, keep going no matter what stops your way, just keep going, keep going, keep going. Uh, and then eventually you get to the point where the simulation runs out and it's just like a like a Tron grid. Okay. 
And so that's what I think is happening. It's like they have to go and walk far enough away from civilization into the desert. And then suddenly like the sand God, like, and they get kicked off. So final question though, is where do they think that they are trying to get to? Are they trying to get into another portal that leads them home? Or are they trying, because we also talked about in the Jesus (laughs) one, like, are they just trying to walk to the United States or wherever the fuck? I do like like that idea. The the dig site, which is definitely Egypt. Yes. Definitely Egypt. I mean, if it's they, not, maybe at the end of every episode, they're trying to walk back to that star uh-huh. to the Stargate. Yeah, yeah. Because oh. it's a Stargate. That yeah. makes more sense. They're always trying to get back. They're like, okay, we got to go find that door. It spit us out here. We got to go back. back. Oh, the idea is like if they can get back to the Stargate, they can go back through the Stargate. Right. To okay. that's that's my thought. But then side question: Are any of the characters Christian? Because they don't <laughs> seem to know who they run into. No. Until, like, they don't know who Jonah. the fuck Jonah is. They, no, they knew Jonah. They knew you're but a real Jonah. Kind of. I know. They're, yeah. Margo, Margo seems like she might know, like, from a cultural standpoint. Yeah, history. history. And she historically. Knows history. Yeah, yeah. She knows what Babylon is. Right. And there's a couple of things. There's another episode. Oh, and Esther. She knows who the king is. They do seem. But not Esther. <laughs> Correct. See, that's why I'm like, I don't think they're Christian. No. Well, they do seem. I mean, they seem kind of reverent of these people as soon as they acknowledge who they are. And I mean, it is very Aryan to not be into Christianity. Either. <laughs> and and less. Uh, I mean, they're just less upset than I imagine I would be, especially yeah. as a child, as a 17, uh, presumably <laughs> 17 or younger. Yeah, hmm. it's very I'm, I'm perplexed by so much of this. They, they're, <laughs> they're so not upset that I have to imagine that they believe in God's plan. You know, like they're just like, well. You know, yeah, we'll make it. My biggest question fine. is, why did this get made? Uh, apparently, Joseph Barbera—it was a personal project of Joseph Barbera. He wanted it made, and they were Christian. He, yeah, he is. I okay. don't know if uh, the other one was uh, Hannah. Huh? I'm so confused. Lots of confusion. Um, we're not done. Um, and by the end of this, I presume the three of us will have talked more about this cartoon than maybe anybody in history. I know. I feel like this God needs him. to be a whole separate podcast. <laughs> yeah. Uh, that no one wants. <laughs> no. Um, I think that does it. Yeah. Hey, thank you so much for listening. You can follow us at KJV pod on both Twitter and Instagram to keep up with what we're doing. Um, we know that everybody is asking for money right now and nobody has any extra money. Um, but we wanted to let you know that we have decided to move uh, the Aesop's abstinent to our Patreon uh, to say thank you to all the people who are already giving us money. Uh, and so if you're looking for more content uh, to consume, we will be trying to post those semi-frequently. We haven't decided if it's going to be a weekly, bi-weekly, um, but uh, I think Nick is actually going to maybe even add a little extra might production. Some flair. Yeah. Uh, might do some voices. Oh, all um, right. All right. <laughs> uh, yeah, it'll... Uh, you're going to DM this shit? It, it's been, yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's been a while since we've had any time, really, to put them on right. the normal feed um, or tack them onto an episode, but um, I do think it's fun to learn more about Aesop and uh, his fake life and right. his fables. And yeah. And with Alan back, we can actually produce some yeah. of those. So be watching for those. Um, but we want to let you know that that's what's on our Patreon. And if you don't hear them on the main podcast anymore, that's, that's why. Um, so, uh, that's where they'll be. Thanks to Mascaras and Resurrection Records for the use of our theme song, Kixari, off the album El Moran. And this week's Resurrection Records artist is Cat Party, not Dog Party, Cat Party. So it's like just a bunch of people sitting, not looking at each other and being aloof. Oh, uh, or, I mean, I just like the idea of a room full of cats. Like, 
rolling around. I feel like you're going to die in that room. Like you, one of them is going to, I would not die. You would not. You were, you're a cat. I would die. Uh, you can find links to these songs to, uh, our Patreon that we just talked about. Um, all sorts of things on our website, kingjamesvirgin.com. That does it for us this week until next week. Don't fall into the lion pit. <laughs> <laughs> Seriously, guys, it's that bad. Drugs, but the new one
Bazaar.